Okay, now we're ready? <laughs> we're on. Schlagging vinyl. Chip. And Guy. Oh, wait a minute. That's backwards. I'm Guy and you're Chip. I am Chip. Okay. Well, and you are Guy. We are here for another episode of our podcast, Schlagging Vinyl. I think we're at show number, who knows? 19. 19 now? 19. We're getting up there. Hope you all enjoyed the last show. I think what... The last show would have been the Texas show, the Lone Star show. That's right. That's a big, big favorite among all the Texas people. And it's a good thing we made sure that they all knew there'll be plenty of Texas shows. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) At least least four. Well, today this is a much more somber show. Although we're going to try to liven it up just a bit. Well, we were just saying, there's just so much going on in the world. There is. Should we take a political stance on this? Uh, no stances. We, we This show is not political, but well, we are just going to shout at the rooftops today. Okay, and today's theme uh, is is protest songs. And we've got a whole bunch. You know, But the thing is, I mean, nobody writes a song about how the NRA is being oppressed. <laughs> I, are you taking a stance? I'm not taking a stance. I don't have a song... About those people in favor of the NRA, and so that's not going to be one we're going to play. I don't know. I I do think I've heard Toby Keith or maybe even Merle Haggard with, you know, get your claws off my rifle kind of stuff. Or yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I, yeah, I, I that's don't probably know. I'm probably just making that up. No, that's probably Thinking true. of the Charlton Heston line, you know, as he's shaking the rifle. What does it pry it out of my cold dead hands so what i what i have found is that there is a lot of anti-war songs um as there should be and there should war socks yeah so so we're probably gonna find ourselves listening to some anti-war songs uh and maybe some other just general protest uh songs i mean we're gonna hear something from dylan we're gonna obviously he's kind of you know the the iconic protest singer but there were plenty of protest singers before him. Uh, why don't we just go ahead and get going, and, and we'll just see how the we'll see how the road goes. I mean, I think I know about three songs so far of what we're going to play right at the bat. But after that, we've got a big stack we're just going to pull from. Cue it up. All right, let's do it. Oh, where have you been, my blue-eyed son? And where have you been, my darling young one? I've stumbled on the side of twelve misty mountains I've walked and I've crawled on six crooked highways I've stepped in the middle of seven side forests I've been out in front of a dozen dead oceans I've been 10,000 miles in the mouth of a graveyard And it's a hard, it's a hard, it's a hard, it's a hard, it's a hard rain You're gonna fall Oh, what did you see, my blue-eyed son? And what did you see, my darling young one? 
Saw a newborn baby with wild wolves all around it Saw a highway diamonds with nobody on it I saw a black branch with blood that kept dripping I saw a room full of men with their hammers a-bleeding I saw a white ladder all covered with water I saw ten thousand talkers whose tongues were all broken So guns and sharp swords in the hands of young children And it's hard, it's hard, it's hard And it's hard, it's hard rain They're gonna fall Oh, what did you hear, my blue-eyed son? And what did you hear, my darling young one? I heard the sound of a thunder that roared out a warning I heard the roar of a wave that could drown the whole world I heard one hundred drummers whose hands were a-blazing I heard ten thousand whispering and nobody listening I heard one person starve, I heard many people laughing I heard the song of a poet who died in the gutter I heard the sound of a clown who cried in the alley And it's a hard, it's a hard, it's a hard It's a hard, it's a hard rains are gonna fall Oh, what did you meet, my blue-eyed son? And who did you meet, my darling young one? I met a young child beside a dead pony I met a white man who walked a black dog I met a young woman whose body was burning I met a young girl, she gave me rainbow I met one man who was wounded in love I met another man who was wounded in hatred And it's a hard, it's a hard, it's a hard It's a hard, it's a hard rains are gonna fall And what'll you do now, my blue-eyed son? And what'll you do now, my darling young one? I'm a-going back out for the rain starts a-falling I'll walk to the depths of the deepest dark forest 
Where the people are many and their hands are all empty Where the pellets of poison are flooding their waters Where the home in the valley meets the damp, dirty prison And the executioner's face is always well hidden Where hunger is ugly, where the souls are forgotten Where black is the color, where none is the number And I tell it and speak it and think it and breathe it And reflect from the mountains so all souls can see it And I'll stand on the ocean until I start sinking But I'll know my song well before I start singing And it's a hard, it's a hard, it's a hard And it's a hard, it's a hard rains are gonna fall
travelers, great historical bums. Highly educated, from history I have come. I built the Rock of Ages, was in the year of one. That's about the biggest thing that man had ever done. I worked in the Garden of Eden, it was the year of two. Joined the Apple Pickers Union, I always paid my due. And the man had signed the contract to raise the rising sun. That was about the biggest thing that man had ever done. I was straw boss on the pyramids and the Tower of Babel too. Opened up the ocean, let the migrant children through. I fought a million battles and I never lost a one. That was about the biggest thing that man had ever done. I beat the daring Roman, I beat the daring Turk. Defeated Nero's army with 30 minutes' work. I fought the greatest leaders and licked them ever one. That was about the biggest thing a man had ever done. I was in the revolution when we set the country free. It was me and a couple of Indians who dumped the Boston tea. We won the battle at Valley Forge and battle at Bully Run. That was about the biggest thing a man had ever done. There's a man across the ocean and I guess you know him well. His name is Adolf Hitler and damn his soul to hell. We'll kick him in the panzers and put him on the run. That'll be the biggest thing a man has ever done. There's mines and mills and factories that run for Uncle Sam. Producing for the soldier boys that fight for this great land. Our job it is a tough one, it'll take us everyone. But this will be the biggest thing a man has ever done. Warehouse guys and teamsters and guys that skin the cats. Guys that run the steel mills, the furnace and the blast. We'll stop the axis rattlesnakes and seize the bony pond. That'll be the biggest thing that man has ever done. Well, I better quit my talking cause I told you all I know. Please remember, partner, wherever you may go. The world is digging Hitler's grave and when the job is done. That'll be the biggest thing that man has ever done. Yeah,
What a great opening. Those are some powerful songs. Yeah. Yeah. I love that Ohio song. That's a pretty good song. Okay. Well, we should probably uh, run it through and see if uh, our talking leads to anything. Bob Dylan started, A Hard Rain's Are Gonna Fall. Uh, that was off the uh, More Bob Dylan Greatest Hits album from it's a, an England, English pressing. Originally on Free Will and Bob Dylan in 1962. Yeah, I don't have that one, but I do have the... Written in response to the Cuban Missile Crisis. Oh, all right. Good. Yeah. Jimmy Cliff followed that up with Vietnam. You know anything about that song? Uh, 1969 uh, uh, album, but uh, released as a single in 70. And uh, Never charted that well. It's a great song. It is a great song. Yeah, maybe it was a little bit ahead of its time, I think, maybe. Apparently his friend, it was written about his friend... Uh, who did not did not die in Vietnam, but came back psychologically wounded. Huh. Wow. We uh, followed that with um, Woody Guthrie doing one of his songs, "The Biggest Thing." Uh, it's reference to Hitler there. Uh, there was a reference to Hitler there. Yeah. Still, I'm guessing that's a '40s song. Yeah. Yeah, I imagine so. On '78. Because you got to get that shellac in. Uh, we're a little bit... Protest shellac. We're a little light on the shellac this week. Uh, I'm thinking we haven't dug deep enough. There's got to there's gotta be plenty of, like, World War One protest songs. I, I, I've got a book over here. I mean, that was the War of Carnage, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, just, just were, hundreds and hundreds dying for eight feet. It wasn't <clears> really <throat> a thing where people complained about it, though. <laughs> I've got an album over here we can look through to see if there's any protest songs, but most of them are celebratory, you know? Hmm. So Celebrating the soldiers, celebrating the victories. Johnny comes marching home. Yeah, that type of yeah. thing, yeah. And then um, we ended it up, of course, with Crosby, Stills, Nash & Young doing Ohio, referencing that horrible shooting at Kent State in 69 or 68. I'm thinking 70, but... Oh, it's in that era. Yeah. I think it's a little earlier than 70. Well, I'll look it up in the Google during yeah. our next music right. break. But okay. I believe uh, Neil Young wrote that song within hours. I mean, they were in the studio within hours of it happening. <laughs> Pretty amazing. Yeah. Yeah. What song did... What album did that originally come out on? Because we were listening to a, a I, 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 I think it, that's that the it. only one it's on. It was okay. released as a single in response to the event... Well, we talked about it earlier. I, I do have it on uh, Four Way Street, Street yeah. but that's a very long version, and it's not necessarily gr the greatest in tune. So I I like the studio version a little better. Anyway, there's our first set. All right. Well, let's uh, let's pick it up. Um, Dion was uh, a big hit maker in the '50s. I think didn't he do the Wanderer? 
I believe you're correct. Yeah, and, and he had a couple other smaller hits, but hits nonetheless in the 50s. Then he kind of went away for a number of years. He came back in the 60s, about 68 or 9, and he did a song called Abraham, Martin, and John. And that's what we're going to hear next. Everybody knows about Mississippi, goddamn! 
All I want is equality for my sister, my brother, my people, and me. Yes, you lied to me all these years. You told me to wash and clean my ears and talk real fine just like a lady. And you'd stop calling me Sister Sadie.
February 12, 1973, the prayers of thousands were answered. The war was over and the first of the prisoners returned. Needless to say, it was the happiest day in up to 13 years for most. Others, the real nightmare had just begun. The nightmare of readjustment. And for those, we were afraid. Thousands of boys gave their life 
All right. Another uh, nice set. Yeah, that was uh, that we ended up with the special AKA doing free Nelson Mandela. Well, actually, a particularly I, nice song. It, I I remember that. That was I like that song a lot. <clears throat> I actually misspoke. It's just it's just Nelson Mandela. It's not It's free. not free. No, it's not free. It costs. It was um it was produced by uh, Elvis Costello. And I I remember the first time I heard this song. It was um probably about 1984. And I had just moved back to Bremerton from after graduating from law school, and I was listening to K Jet. And I remember, I remember where I was when the song came on the radio. And I was going, "Oh my God, that's incredible!" Yeah, yeah. So, and it worked. Yeah, yeah. And he he got out. I'm sure that was all attributable to that song. Mm-hmm. Probably. I'm not. sure because Probably. the power of music. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we started that with Dion doing Abraham, Martin, and John. And, and I was surprised that you didn't really know that that was a song. Well, I, I, I had heard a clip from that song. You know, has, has anybody seen my old friend John? And I just, I mean, I know that just instinctively, like my bones. But I guess I had never actually listened to the entire song. Probably one of those, you know... Hits of the '60s, and you you hear that one line as they're playing various hits. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I was very familiar with that, but not not the Abraham part, not the. So I got now that I recall, I recall the Martin one and the Bobby one. Well, that's not so, Bobby. Yeah, he's he's he says you know my old friend Martin, my old friend Bobby. Oh right, but who is Abraham? Uh, I mean, well, is he the biblical the, Abraham? I, w- I would presume the biblical Abraham. Okay, all right. Okay, well that was uh, that was that. That was off and of, what did we play after Dion? Uh, Nina Simone doing Mississippi Goddamn. Yeah. She became very angry as she got older and in, further into the uh, the music business. Well, that's some nasty business back then. Yeah. Nasty, nasty, nasty. She she felt like that her color oppressed her. Have you ever watched the documentary about her? I think it was on PBS. I have not. It was very, maybe it was on Netflix. It was very illuminating. And I think that the the weight of her anger and how she felt oppressed basically kind of caused her mind to go, you know, short out. Well, that's unfortunate. Yeah. But she was so talented. That's a great song. Yeah. Clearly a, a protest against, uh, you know, segregation and... A lot of nastiness in Mississippi. Discrimination and racism. Yeah. yeah. Uh, seven. Uh, the seventh song of our night tonight was a was a song by Funkadelic, George Clinton, one of George Clinton's, uh, you know, vehicles, and that was called "March to the Witch's Castle." It was uh, clearly about people returning from Vietnam emotionally scarred, not just physically, but emotionally scarred uh and then we we ended up with the special aka doing nelson mandela well excellent excellent batch of of choices there and as we were as although you had said you were going to do it i actually went on the google and figured out about ohio it was 1970 and so you were may 4 you were right on yeah and the reason i looked that up was because uh stephen stills who was Neil Young. Neil Young was the one who wrote and sang Ohio. 
Obviously, Stephen Stills was his bandmate, both in Crosby, Stills, Nash & Young, and also yeah, in Buffalo Bus Springfield. Buffalo Springfield. Yeah. And there was also a very famous protest song done by Buffalo Springfield called For What It's Worth. Written by Stephen Stills. Yeah, a lot of people think that that was about the Kent State shooting, but it was not. No, no. Came, after, came before. Way before. Yeah, way before. It was about riots in Los Angeles. Yes. Yeah. And so we're going to hear not the Buffalo Springfield version, because that is so played. I mean, they... I think that there's at least one radio station in Seattle that plays that once a day. <laughs> Don't you figure? I mean, seriously. I mean, it's a great uh, song, but oh, come on. Okay. But we're going to hear a cover by Lou Rawls of that song. And All right. I, and I haven't heard this in a long time, so... So hopefully it's not as bad as we could think. We, we, you know, we're just rolling the dice on this, so let's see how it goes. All right. There's something happening here What it is ain't exactly clear now there's a man with a gun over there Telling me I got to beware I think it's time we stop children What's that sound? Everybody look what's going down There are battle lines being drawn What's going down? What a field day for the heat. There are a thousand people in the field singing songs, carrying signs, and most are saying, Hooray for our side. I think it's time we stop drooling. What's that sound? Everybody, look what's going down. Stop drooling. What's that sound?
He's five foot two and he's six feet four. He fights with missiles and with spears. He's all of thirty-one and he's only seventeen. He's been a soldier for a thousand years. He's a Catholic, a Hindu, an atheist, a Jain, a Buddhist, and a Baptist, and a Jew. And he knows he shouldn't kill, and he knows he always will. Kill you for me, my friend, and me for you. And he's fighting for Canada, he's fighting for France, he's fighting for the USA. And he's fighting for the Russians, and he's fighting for Japan, and he thinks we'll put an end to war this way. And he's fighting for democracy. He's fighting for the Reds. He says it's for the peace of all. He's the one who must decide who's to live and who's to die. And he never sees the writing on the wall. But without him, how would Hitler have condemned him at Laval? Without him, Caesar would have stood alone. He's the one who gives his body as a weapon of the war, and without him, all this killing can't go on. He's the universal soldier, and he really is to blame. His orders come from far away no more. They come from here and there, and you and me, and brothers. Can't you see? This is not the way we put the end to war.
All right. Put my headphones back on here. Yeah. Okay. Sisters. Sisters are doing it for themselves. Kind of the 40th anniversary of the death of the ERA. <clears throat> well, it's not dead yet. It's feeling much better. <laughs> A little Monty Python there for you. <laughs> No, March twenty second, nineteen seventy nine. But it it's, died. It's not dead. It's still. I, I mean, it, it it boggles my. You know, maybe it's just my generation, but it just boggles me that that the Equal Rights Amendment did not get ratified. It's 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 I mean, still in play. Yeah, apparently Illinois legislature, uh, Illinois, excuse me, no s, um, <laughs> Illinois, uh, their legislature passed it last year. See. That's what so I'm it's, talking it's about. coming back. No, I, I was <clears throat> listening to something, and I think Amy Klobuchar maybe was talking about about how it could still be ratified. I, somebody was saying it on, on just a couple days ago on one of these candidates for for president. Well, I have to. I, I, didn't we recently have a court decision saying that uh, women had to be drafted, had to had to register for the draft? I don't know. Which maybe. I, which yeah. I think is you know is great. Yeah. Well, nobody's going to be driving the, them down there. They got to be doing it for themselves. <laughs> That's right. Sisters. That's right. Okay, so that was clearly a, a, a protest song in kind of the woman empowerment mode. And Aretha was an extremely powerful woman. Yes, she was. Yes. So that was completely uh, apropos for the protest song show. Yes. And that rhymed. <laughs> apropos and show. Well, and, you know, one thing that we've learned here just in this last hour or so is that these protest songs last a little longer than the typical songs that we play during shellac and vinyl. So we've run we've run short of time. Yeah, and it goes than, so fast. Rather than, than... The fight goes on. Rather than 16 or 17 songs, we're going to have to wrap it up at 12 or 13. Uh, so we should probably... But going back, so before Aretha, yeah, you played. I'm going to take take it from the top. Okay. Lou Rawls. Now Lou Rawls doing for what it's worth. For what it's worth. And you you gave that your stamp, the chip stamp of approval. I gave it my stamp of approval for a cover. I just I think the rule: if you're going to cover a song, don't do it just like the original artist. You got to change it. You got to make it your own. And and Lou did that. Yeah, that did not sound anything like Buffalo Springfield. I remember we earlier played a, a Lou Rawls song during the duration of one of our early shows, and you were not a you didn't like the the Lou Rawls version. I think of no Tobacco Road. I think was the song. I think I think you're right about that. Yeah. I think he was also might have been on our Christmas show. I think he he might have had a Christmas. Song. That's possible. He did put out a Christmas album that I like. Yeah, yeah. Ba, He's just ba, a, you know ba. you've you've uh, opened my ears. To, to more Lou Rawls than I've ever heard before. Before that, he was always just uh, the Budweiser find guy. Another love like mine. That one too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that yeah, was, yeah. yeah. I mean, he's got a great voice. He does. He really does. I saw him in Bremerton. He he came to no. Bremerton. Yeah, I mean, he, he, little old Bremerton. Although they, that was when it was a cultural wasteland. It's a little bit better now. <laughs> right. I, don't, I don't live there anymore, but. I'm, I'm not down now that I'm you've not, left it's I'm, I'm not bad mouthing it we actually went heather my wife and i we went to uh a show there oh maybe f six months ago we saw lyle lovett and steve earl and his large band no it was him and steve and earl steve earl doing just was it steve earl no it wasn't no, steve earl, wasn't it was, steve earl. Was, no it was uh another earl i don't know one of these texas guys 
Texas acoustic singer-songwriter guys. Anyway, they were acoustic on the stage. And it was it was great. Yeah. Robert Earl Keane. That's who it was. Okay. Robert Earl Keane. Yeah. Okay. So, so after Lou Rawls, we play... The Clash. Ah, yes. Police on My Back. Police on My Back. Monday, Tuesday, yeah. Wednesday. Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Uh, but, you know, I, I was... I was I think I was reminded when I looked at the label who wrote that, Eddie Grant. Like, uh... Electric. Um... Rock down, down to, to Electric, Electric Avenue. Avenue. That guy. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Huh. Who, huh. Whatever happened to Eddie Grant, right? Yeah. One hit well, wonder. Well, living off the, the police the on my back uh, yeah, the <laughs> royalties. Yeah, that's good. Maybe he was bigger... I think he was also maybe Jamaican. Um, I think he, I, well, I, that was his image. Yeah. He had a, a reggae-ish image. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Although yeah. that Electric Avenue song was more... Mainstream. Kind of 80s. MTV. Yeah, it was kind of Robert Palmer-ish, sort of, you yeah, know. Nothing wrong, with nothing wrong with Robert Palmer. No. No. Uh, no. Uh, then we played Donovan, an early Donovan song, before he... Got, Mellow Yellow? Got blissed out. No, that wasn't Mellow Yellow. But this was Universal Soldier. Ah. Uh, it was, um, that's a, that's, he was kind of hailed as one of the new Dylan people for a while. And then he kind of segued into the uh, psychedelic version of himself. Mellow Yellow, Hurdy Gurdy Man, you know, yeah. Seasons of the Witch, Atlantis. He did Seasons of the Witch. I didn't realize that. He did that. a version of it, yes. Oh, a version. Well, a lot of people. He's not did. the not the hit version though. Well, I think it was a hit. Hmm. I think okay. it was a hit. Yeah. All right. And then and then of course we ended up with Aretha with the Eurythmics. That uh doing sisters. Dave, was, Dave Stewart and Annie Lennox are on sisters? Yeah. Yeah. That's I that's, had no idea. Yeah. It's a duet. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So this this Because Annie Lennox can really belt it too. She She's got it. an incredible voice. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I like what her. a power! What a what a power song! I like her up tempo stuff better than the kind of the electronic sweet dreams kind of stuff. Oh, I just those those two solo albums, Medusa and uh-huh. uh, yeah. What's the other one with the the bird? I don't um, know. I don't, I don't know. know. I I love those. Yeah, those I mean, are good. They're just really good good albums. But we digress we do. because we're wrapping it because Annie Lennox is not protesting. I guess. No, no. And and unfortunately, neither is Aretha any longer. Nope. She's Dave to... Stewart, one of my favorites. I you know, I thought he was gonna save Tom Petty from himself, but no. <clears throat> well t- t- I've read an article about Tom Petty's death. He was he had all sorts of things going on at the end. I mean he had like a broken hip and Oh yeah, there's a there's on YouTube. There's his last concert, and you can see him hobbling around. And apparently, his hip was broken, but he insisted on finishing the tour. So you can understand why he was taking a lot of painkillers. So it was basically a a, a pain <clears throat> pain medicine cocktail that did him in. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, unfortunate. Yeah, yeah, but that's not a protest. We digress again. We do yeah. that though. I mean, they come for the I music. Can't think of I can't think of a Tom Petty protest song. Come for the music, stay for the talk. That's right. Well, so this is well over an hour now, and we've only played 12 songs, but we're going to wrap it up at the 13th. So let's wrap it up with um, the end of the the protest show. 
with a pretty quintessential protest song. Yes, Pete Seeger doing Where Have All the Flowers Gone? Thank you for listening, everyone. Shellac and Vinyl. I'm Guy. I'm Chip. And thank you. We'll see you next time. Where have all the flowers gone? Long time passing. Where have all the flowers gone? Long time ago. Where have all the flowers gone? The girls have picked them, everyone. Oh, when will you ever learn? Oh, when will you ever learn? Where have all the young girls gone? Long time passing. Where have all the young girls gone? Long time ago. Where have all the young girls gone? They've taken husbands, everyone. Oh, when will you ever learn? Oh, when will you ever learn? Where have all the young men gone? Long time passing. Where have all the young men gone? Long time ago. Where have all the young men gone? They're all in uniform, oh, when?